I bought uh, Girl Scout cookies. What did you buy? Which ones? Tagalongs? What? Tagalongs? Is that one of the names of them? I only know two. I, I think they might be. I think they might be one. I think Tagalongs are. Um, I don't know Girl Scout cookies because a lot of them are chocolate facing. Well, I bought my first, my my favorite one, and always will be Thin Mints. Thin Mints. Um, there you go. I've eaten well over my fair share of a serving today, no, just sir. now. No um, such thing. Okay. And then uh, I got something else that Bikram put me onto, where uh, the Samoas. Okay. So yeah, both I, things that you can't have. Yeah. <laughs> That's sad. I did you try to like freeze the thin mints? That's what my sister does. Um, I've never heard of that, and now I'm tempted to try it. Yeah, it's quite good apparently. It's just like I don't know. It's like freezing like a Reese's pe- peanut butter cup. I don't. It's think the those same are... kind of crunch. <laughs> I don't think those equate. <laughs> I think they might be the same, even though I've never had a mint, mint man. The best thing I do is a frozen Snickers. That's the best. That's the pinnacle. Really? Yeah, frozen Snickers. Snick- is What is Snickers again? It's a cookie? It's like a biscuit? <laughs> <laughs> Snickers, is is it a candy, Snickers is a candy bar. No, I know, but what's inside? It's like a little it's, biscuit cookie it, thing? It's, and uh, then caramel? It's chocolate. I, I don't know if it's... I think it's nougat. I don't think it's caramel. But then okay. peanuts and like, there's no cookie. There's no wafer. I don't think in it. It's just. What am I thinking of then? You think Twix? Twix. You're thinking of Twix. I'm thinking of Twix. Twix, yeah. Twix has sense. like a crunch to it. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand that. Um, Mike, I just got to tell you, so much has happened. Sorry for the last week of things, of us not being here, but we're back. We're back, man. We're back and ready to talk to each other. It's I've missed you dearly. And uh, we we we've been back and forth. I've been in New Jersey. You've been in New Jersey different times. I just got back yesterday. <laughs> why were you in the good old home state? Because fucking Dave Portnoy. That's why. Fuck Dave Portnoy. Who's that? Oh, that stupid that, man. The huh? pizza review guy. That stupid pizza boy. Why'd you go all the way home for that? Because we have family friends that are of that age group of his demographic, and they wanted to try. So. You know the pizza review he did of the Deluccias in our hometown? Yes. Well, uh, he gave that, like, a so the highest score he's ever given was a 9.4 to a place, and he's given it to a few places, and Deluccias is one of those that he gave that 9.4 to. Um, Damn. And so my family friends wanted to try it, so they stopped by our place. Guess how many fucking pies, not to, like, take this cold open too far, but guess how many fucking pies that we ordered? Five. Six goddamn pies. We ordered <laughs> six insane. fucking pies. Three Was it each. Busy? Well, you have to, dude, it's crazy. You have to, first of all, their phone lines don't even, like, work half the time. Like, you'll, if yeah. you, I'm telling you right now, if I give you the phone number right now, I mean, they're probably closed, but. If I were to give you the phone number, <laughs> if you told them to call right now, <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't answer. If I gave you that phone number, it would just have it would have no dial tone. It would just go like straight to the like like no line. And oh, damn. you just have to keep trying it until you get through because that's how busy they get. You have a <laughs> maximum you can only order 4 pies per order, maximum. Okay. Um that's a lot of pizza, man. They, who, are you, who are you feeding? 
No, I know. Well, dude, we got six because, okay, they're a family of five. Two twins, an older sibling, and the parents. What do you mean they were the demographic? What's the demographic for this Pizza Man's like, show? Like, not us. Like, high school age, I would say. Oh, and, younger. Yo, yeah, younger. I would say, I would say. I mean, he does, I, I'm sure he has a large demographic of people that watch and whatever. Like, my friends from school definitely watch him and shit like that. But, um... I feel like it's definitely like a high school age group of kids where they take what he says religiously. And I think ever okay. since he did the scars review and gave it like some bullshit review, I don't trust him because he gave scars like something like high sixes or whatever. And for him, oh, that's man. pretty low. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's my personal favorite, but I, I feel like that's my personal favorite for like a New York slice. You know, like you want an elevated version of a dollar pizza. Well, yeah, that's a good place to go to. That's that's what his uh his taste is too. Like thin crust, like you know, like uh uh with a um like a sturdy bottom to it and shit. Like all of that type of stuff. Whoa. That's his demographic. I'm like that's scars. That scars through <laughs> and through. Absolutely, he's he's a hypocritical maniac, and we don't listen to him. And so we, I don't know anything about Barstool. I never watched it. It was just like a. Sport My dad's thing. a big fan. Yeah, but he's kind of a broy bro, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, we tried it. It was good. I can't say it wasn't good. Um, mm-hmm. but like I could name five places off the top of my head that are better. Sure. Like for instance, yeah, I prefer Dominic's. Like Dominic's is better to me. Sure. Not the one yeah, by is the... not the one by the circle though. Oh, I've never been to the secret other Dominic's pizzeria. The other Dominic's is much is much better in my opinion. I don't know where it even is in relation to my hometown. I always have to <laughs> I always have to search it up because I also okay. forget because I also forget the road it's on. Anyway, Weird. let's let's fucking roll the intro. All right. Hey, how you doing? It's the Who You Looking At podcast with Michael Macurola. And Ben Lewis. You cut it real close there with that thin mint in your mouth. Not going to lie, might have picked up some of it. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know, but if you heard Ben eating a thin mint, send if us If you heard a thin mint, mint crunch during the middle of the intro, that's why. <laughs> send us an evil message. I don't even know. We've never gotten uh, hate mail or fan mail. We haven't gotten um, any us, mail. Send us some mail. <laughs> send us I don't know any what mail. we would even say to send the mail. <laughs> um, send it to the um, to the uh, Varick Street Post Office. I don't have a PO box, but just send it to them. Just send it to the post office. <laughs> They'll know what to do. They'll know what to do. They know me. Uh, Mike, my new story for for this week. Yes, sir. Uh, kind of crazy. Kind of nuts. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna like it. Okay, I'm checking out that. I'm wondering, too, if you've heard of it already, because it, it's like kind of somewhat old news now, but um, still very much worthwhile to bring it up because it scares the living shit out of me. All right. And it will most definitely scare you. Um, you. I don't know if anyone knows this, but I don't like spooks. I don't like frightens. 
is it a spook and or a fright and or something else egregious? Uh, kind of, kind of. So, is it that um? Is it that old lady uh shoving her granddaughter into a uh, uh a furnace? Do I don't you know like where this about? is go- Nope, I don't know where that's going. <laughs> <laughs> that movie terrified me. Um. So. <laughs> so, there has been reports and m- more and more reports now of a new invasion of an invasive species coming to our land. No, not to our land. Please, no, thank you. Um, here's the exact... I'm going to read this for you. The latest study revealed that a massive invasive spider that had no. arrived in Georgia earlier from East Asia might soon take no. over most of the United States. Take over the states. Oh, sorry, United States East Coast. No, um, thanks. That's worse. Yes. I live here. <laughs> According to the study, millions of palm-sized... Here's the scary part. Palm-sized? Palm... No, no, no. That's not it. That's 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 part of it. Palm-sized... Palm-sized flying spiders. No, those don't These exist. These motherfuckers fly. <laughs> identified as... I've never even heard of the concept. Identified as Trichonophila clavata. Clavata. No. Or Joro spiders. Might sweep sweep all over the East Coast. All over us. So, granted, what they do to fly is very interesting. And also, if you look these things up, they're huge. Like, like, (laughs) they're massive, bro. I'm seeing a picture of a guy holding one. And, like, it's not the body. The body's, like, maybe the size of your thumb. But, like, the legs are so long. You're telling me that the legs spin in a helicopter motion? <laughs> yes, kind of yes, that's exactly. That, please it's tell like me Spy that's Kids, act. like hair from Spy Kids. Um, right, it's like, what What was that bug's name? What bug? Remember in Spy Kids 2? No, uh, I was I thinking mean, of the, the girl. I was thinking of her, her, oh, yeah. her hair helicopter ears. Um, <laughs> that was also from Spy Kids 2. No, so actually the way they quote-unquote fly is they, it's more, to put it in more realistic terms, they glide. They fashion, no. they fashion like a parachute type net with their webs and attach it to themselves, and they can fly for miles. <laughs> they can just go. <laughs> they glide with the wind. Um, I mean, where does it take place? Where is this taking place? Georgia. Uh, in in Atlanta, yeah. In where Georgia. did Gone with the Wind take place? <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> 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 um. I mean, that's awful. What a terrible thing. But listen to this. Now, because I'm lear- like, I, again, this is how I always, I, I don't prepare. I read these things, hear a little bit of information, and then I just want to bring it up. But let me just yeah. go a little bit deeper. Apparently, this is back in 2014 they started coming here. And now they're okay. just so. So, Ben, you're, 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 you're hyping up something that's already happened. No, but the, the difference is that it only got publicity recently because of how many of them there are now. No. Like before, like the first sighting of it was 2014. Now there's like a fuck ton of, it says, um, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. Last year that witnessed millions of the arachnids wrapping porches, power lines, mailboxes, as well as a vegetable patch all over 25 state counties with webs as thick as 10 feet. I think I saw that. Wasn't it like there was a forest that caught on fire, but it was like, what? what is that like weird 
Like, why is the fire acting like that? And then you look closer and it's like, it's just all webs. It's all covered in webs. Is I that the same thing? I don't know. Do you remember that? No, I don't. I think early in like 2020, I think there was a news story of like, there was an entire forest covered in spider webs and then a forest fire broke out. Mm-hmm. But it was like, the fire was like crawling along things. And it's like, that's not how fire usually spreads. And it was oh, literally just it was because just it was, was like, catching the silk, like the, the webbing. Right. I don't like... Well, I don't know, man. The only bright More. side is that they're not harmful to us or not even like dogs or pets or whatever. It's just they like bite. unless you're allergic, they do bite. But like oh. it says um, the palm sized spider's bite is hardly severe enough to penetrate the skin and its venom is harmless to humans, dogs, as well as cats unless they are allergic. So like they're pretty okay. harmless, but they're horrifying. Like they're really horrifying. They look like black with like yellow stripes on it and stuff like oh, they, they look crazy um i thank you thank you for painting a word picture because i don't want to look that up yeah no you're welcome and also you're welcome for the, your new fear uh when you see a spider flying by you thank, thank you hopefully the pigeons uh are creating a defensive uh blanket around new york city i don't think so and they will think they got because, it in them. could you imagine being a pigeon and having a bunch of flying little things on parachutes it's like an Animal Crossing with the balloons on, with the presence on the balloons. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the pigeons can just kind of swoop, just, in, like, grab swoop in and grab them. I'm certain we're protected by our friendly that's, birds. That, and that's seagulls. food for them. I think it would be right, don't you think? They eat insects. Probably, probably. What do birds eat? What do pigeons eat? You think? Besides like Anything. crumbs and stuff. <laughs> Besides the crumbs. I can, I can imagine that you would eat little grubs and stuff as well. Yeah. Have I told you about my dream of, uh, you know, if I could choose, like, one of my wishes No. would be, I would like to be able to have full control of being able to turn into a pigeon and then back into a human. I imagine the opportunities presented to you if have you, you could turn looking, into a pigeon. Have you been looking too much out the window? No, I haven't. I just think that they're great. I've always loved them, and I thought that they were. It would be nice to be like a common animal <laughs> in in New York City, just kind of swooping around. And I don't feel like they're ever really in danger. They don't seem like they get themselves into too many scraps, um, um, or too many fights of some kind. No, I guess not. Maybe amongst themselves, but we're not really I, in that. In that, limit. I don't see. They don't have a lot of predators. I have seen a couple of falcons and or hawks. I don't know which. But I've seen them go for pigeons. Oh, really? I've seen that. I've seen I've seen that once in my life of a of a hawk or a falcon. I don't know how to tell the difference. Um, swooping in and grabbing a pigeon, and then like flying off, kind of shaking it as it goes. But that, <laughs> Just shaking it, <laughs> kind of shaking it, letting it like you know, kind of deep feathering it all the way. But I, that's the only predator I've seen of a pigeon. Um. So, so I feel like that's probably my goal. Yeah, I'm sure they don't have much predators. That's why they live so freely, you know. Yeah, that's they kind of just. But these spiders, Ben, I don't, I don't like that. Hopefully, no, we'll I'm, figure out. I'm a way not a to, fan um, either. But I kill will, all of them. <laughs> I, <laughs> I will say, like having read it a while ago, like like two weeks ago, I have forgotten mm-hmm. about it up until now. So, I don't, I haven't seen What's any. That? I don't know. I mean, if, is it was it from a tropical place? It's from Asia. Okay. So that's, I mean, I don't know. 
I don't, Asia has a tropical region. They, I, I was going to say they have various regions. they have various climates, but uh, yeah, I mean, they do. Obviously, they're able to survive here. So, well, but my thing is like Atlanta is like not a tropical environment. That Georgia is like pretty swampy and like pretty mm-hmm. you know warm. Whereas like maybe during the summer they could migrate up here, but not during the winter they'd all die. I guess they might be, they could be, they'd all freeze with their tiny, uh, weightless limbs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They fly away. That's what they're flying is for. They'll fly for miles. Yes. I wonder if they like water. If they don't like water, then I feel like we're fine. (laughs) We're good. (laughs) Um, I was thinking about, um, those little water bugs. I feel like they're kind of similar, you know, water bugs, like how they kind of, they're so thin. They skid across the water. kind of, yeah. No, these Isn't guys are cool. These guys are. Big. I mean, that's pretty cool. I've always thought that was really cool, but these guys yeah. are a little bit bulkier. So, do they craft a parachute of or like a yeah? Glider? Like if you, I mean, I you obviously don't want to look at the picture. I already know you, but if you look at them, like, th- like there's images of them, like having created, like I don't like that their little parachute that they fly with, and it looks really cool. That reveals some kind of intelligence that makes me even scared. <laughs> that we're even not more prepared scared for. <laughs> They're aware that they can't fly on their own, so they have to make tools. That's not good. Yeah, yeah. They're like, hey. I mean, like, a sugar glider can glide because it has little, like, skin flaps, you know? Like, yeah. that's just part of its, like, that's part of its physique. That's, like, that's why it has those. But, like, a a spider making its own glider feels creepier to me it's like if a squid made like some kind of helmet so that it could survive mm-hmm. out of the water it's well, like that it's it's going too far it's funny you make <laughs> that analogy because like it shows like an adaptiveness which is kind of cool because like i was just watching this one video recently and i'm sure it's not like it's not a new thing but it's interesting mm-hmm. because of what it means so there's okay. a video of a killer whale of an orca literally, like, beaching itself, like, coming up out of the water onto the shore, getting a pup sea lion, and, like, vigorously mm-hmm. shaking it and then dragging it back in the water. Right. That is, like, a 16-ton fucking <laughs> whale bringing itself yeah. to shore to, ca- to hunt. And when I, like, there was, like, a, there's a page I follow that talks about um, sort of, like, their natural hunting style. And it's not, it's obviously not that. Um, mm-hmm. But they learn, like, generationally, the orcas that live in that area learned yeah. that they can get onto land and that the beach is soft enough where it doesn't, like, cut them. And then they can wiggle themselves back into the water. And after learning that and teaching it to the generations after them, and also understanding that the sea lions have a false sense of security, thinking that they're on land so they can't be hunted, it's like easy Mm -hmm. pickings for them. And that region of whales just knows how to do that. And it's like a learned behavior. Right. And that's the beginnings of evolution where like maybe in millions of years, or not millions, but maybe like hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands of years later if those whales are still doing that consistently enough they'll develop like physical attributes to help them get on and off land quicker 
it's because crazy. that's just what they'll do and then eventually they might just stay on land <laughs> and then they're better us. for them <laughs> then, and then they turn into human beings but that's what happened with with like forever ago when because didn't whale aren't whales interesting because like didn't they i think i remember reading or watching somewhere that like whales as a as a family tree like adapted to be land animals and then decided not they didn't want to anymore and they like went back you lost me there but that sounds interesting. i'm pretty sure <laughs> like the reason that like whales and like dolphins and other animals like that are water are like air breathing uh-huh. is because they adapted to breathe air and be land animals but then they but they decided the ocean so much i <laughs> <laughs> then decided for whatever reasons they have that it was better for them to be aquatic creatures mm-hmm. so they went back but then they still have to breathe air so now they're like these well, they kind came, of they came to the realization creatures. that we're too big for this we're too big <laughs> they might be well they i guess i don't know that might be a factor we're too big but, to be land people so let's just have land <laughs> attributes so that we can have the best of both worlds right but i love that it's like not well maybe it is conscious who knows i don't that's an interesting it's gotta topic, be because you know? i mean okay maybe they just do it now by default but at some point one of them had to have discovered it and been like huh i can do this like i can just go on land <laughs> yeah i what i'm interested to see though is like is that animal going around to all the other animals being like this is what we do or is that just like the ones who are surviving the best it's probably a learned the behavior among them. it's probably a learned behavior among them like as i said generationally like they hunt right, like that so that when they have young young ones, they watch them as they do that, you know? Yeah. I wonder, um, like, if there's anything on the human side of stuff that we're going through right now that we're going to be, like, either socially adapting somehow, like, adapting behaviors because of what we're going through and, like, what we teach our kids, because that's just how it goes. Oh, yeah. You know? That's, I, but also, like... It's something that we can't look at. I, I mean, not we can, I'm sure, but like it's much harder and would take a lot of time to look internally on that versus looking at another animal and being like, oh, they're learning this right now. Right. So yeah. like we can't look at ourselves and be like, oh, this, it, what we're teaching right now or what our actions right now are going to cause so-and-so in the future because we can't, it's like hard to even mimic that. Right. But I don't know. I mean, like, I think we're dealing with like a new way of like socializing with each other and maybe in the future we're going to have like some lessons learned that will teach the next generation how to socialize in this sphere you know yeah, yeah. and those kids will be they will have adapted to the shit that's ca- currently causing us a, a lot of troubles that we're currently trying to process actively you know i mean if you think about it on a uh, on like a macro level like, you can even think about that, about, like, the whole, like, gender roles, right? Mm-hmm. Like, think about it, like, kids these days almost are all grown up, under, like, kind of understanding it somewhat. Like, I find young, like, younger and younger kids don't really, like, question it. Where if you went back however many years ago, it was like, they were, like, confused, baffled. But now it's just so prevalent and so, like, with the idea that like you could do whatever you want yeah do whatever you want to conform to okay conform like not conforming but also uh just like a lack of like just be like whatever you are and like it's so it's so prevalent in in 
pop culture. It's so prevalent in the news and celebrities in, in just everyday life and your friends, mm-hmm. family that like nowadays versus the past back in like, I don't know, the, even just the sixties, something that wasn't that long ago, but like, right. even then it was like taboo. It was like, you can't, don't talk about right. this. You don't mention that people were scared to do this. And right. It's like, I, I think, and the pushback is like, that's not what my grandpappy told me yeah, in 1930-something. Yeah. But now the learned... <laughs> or who was born in 1930-something. <laughs> yeah. And, and now the learned behavior is that, like, we don't even... Re- not even... Pe- people don't even always outwardly teach them. It just is. It's just that, you know? Yeah. I think there's also, like... I don't know. This is a bigger conversation. But I think that a lot of people are learning a lot of social... And, like, they're getting their social values from the world rather than like their parents Mm -hmm. you know like you're getting it from media you're getting it from your friends or you're getting it from like you know the goings on of stuff whereas like back in the day you didn't have connections like this so you can you really just got your morals from your parents yeah you can learn a lot more from a lot of people which is good and bad because you can learn a lot of the wrong things but right but i i don't know it's it's interesting because it brings it back to like um learned behavior because like some if you do if you're hunting as a whale and you like aren't successful at it, you're going to die on the beach. <laughs> yeah. And then they're going <laughs> like to look you, at them and be like, don't ever fucking do that. <laughs> right. It's interesting how like, it's, I don't know. It's just cool to see evolution in person, yeah. you know? Um, um, yeah, man. Mike, it's super cool. Can I tell you about my night out to the comedy club? You can, man. You saw Mike Falzone. I saw Mike Falzone. I saw Mike Falzone. I, I wish I could have gone. I'm sorry I didn't go. It was a good time. You would have had fun. You would have loved Jill. She would have had I a would've. good time with you. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, we sit down front row because we were there pretty early. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, who sits right like behind, like one row behind us is Nicholas Hamilton. You're kidding. Yeah, yeah. Gorgeous um, man. Good man with his with his significant other, and okay, uh, so, is that the same person they were talking about on the podcast too? I Did think you so. Listen to that episode? That's so funny. Though. Yeah, and <laughs> so it's so, weird knowing things about people that don't know us at all. Well, here's here's where I'll get into right. So it's really funny because the lineup. I didn't know what the lineup was, but oddly enough, Mike. So Ari Shafir was another person that was doing a set there. So Mike Falzone mm-hmm. and Ari Shafir were the only two people that I really knew very well. There's also this person, Her- Hannah Byrne, who okay. she's kind of pretty big now and up and coming and whatever, and I've heard her name a few times. But really, Ari Shafir and Mike Falzone were like, I was like, damn, like I didn't even know Ari Shafir was here, but I'm really pumped about Mike. Mike, mm. I will say too, and I might be biased with that, might have had the best set. And like... he's He's a funny guy. Only second, but, like, it's also, like, our humor. Like, it is Mm -hmm. very much our humor. But um, there were also, like, it was just, it's different because there were jokes that he would make. Or not even jokes, but, like, part of a joke would have a reference to someone that which it still made the joke work. But the fact that I recognize the name from the podcast or, like, because I know his life made it that much fun. Like, he would talk about Malcolm or like, okay. or about someone else, and like, I would be like, "Oh my fucking god!" Like, <laughs> um, yeah, but, that 
it's like a weird referential humor because he's trying to mask it. He's trying to be like, my friend, this. Well, yeah. Like, it's supposed to be like an anonymous name that doesn't well, matter to like the context of the joke. It doesn't. And it doesn't, too. It works regardless of knowing it because everyone else was laughing. But mm -hmm. the fact that like he didn't feel the need to hide a name or just say like my friend this, my friend that, he yeah. would be like, oh yeah, Malcolm or so and so, and like. Um, Did he say anything of Steve? No, he didn't. But the first thing he said when he walked the in there, something he's I forget exactly what it was, but it was something about gay people, and everyone was cracking up. He's like, yeah, I, I'm sorry, like my, my gay friends are here right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, so he was like going on and then because we were front row, we're like probably more susceptible and it's a small room regardless, but like we're more susceptible to being like kind of like picked on for, for like some like crowd for daring work. to be in the front row. And, uh, at one point he goes around asking people like, he's like, Oh, like, you know, I learned a lot during the pandemic. Like I, I went through a lot and I learned a lot. Like, did anyone, mm -hmm. anyone else here learn something after going through the pandemic and, like, pointed to some person and they were like, no. I was like, nothing? Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's like, you've learned That's absolutely really nothing. I get it. No? Um, All right. <laughs> he turns, turns to me. He's like, how about you? You learned anything? And I didn't know what the fuck to say. And so I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I learned, uh, you know, finally to, to get out of Jersey and come here. He's like. Oh, okay. You, you figured out which tunnel you needed to take. You know, you couldn't figure out how to cross the state lines over there. Um, very good in context, but it was really fucking mm -hmm. funny. And um, that yeah, is very funny. he had a good time. Um, but we are tunnel. We're tunnel people, Ben. We know this. Yeah, we are. Uh, we're, we're used to it. Listen. <laughs> so the rest of the show went fine. There were a few people that like utterly bombed. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. But like. How is that being in the front row? It's hard. It's hard because yeah. I'm not going to give them a satisfaction laugh. Like I won't give them some false laugh, but like mm. it is the most obvious when you are not laughing as the front row person. Yeah. Um, is it easy to, is it easy to hide um, your discomfort with a mask on? Or, you, was it, <laughs> it, or, or did you have a mask off? I don't know the situation. No. Yeah. It was, uh, it was massive because we were drinking too. Um, okay. No, it's it's not easy to mask it, and I didn't try it. I was like, I was just like, if it wasn't funny, it wasn't funny. Um, I, I respect that. And well, because it's I not only know. that, I know the the mindset of a comic, having only listened to comic podcasts, they yeah. what they hate more than silence is pity laugh. Like you don't give them sure. a pity laugh because they know the difference. Uh, yeah. So I sure. I wasn't gonna do that, and um. So anyway, the show ends and I was freaking out the whole time in the beginning before the show started because I'm like, Nick Hamilton is like right behind us. And this is like 10 minutes before the show starts. <laughs> I feel his presence. Behind well, me. She, I'm like, <laughs> she doesn't know. My friend didn't know who he was. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, he's a pretty decent act. Like he's a good actor. He was in so-and-so movies, so-and-so movies, like great movies, good roles. I only know him from Dynamic Banter. I don't know him from anything else. I know he's like a famous well, cause actor. Well, because you, you haven't seen the movies that he's done, I don't think. One of I'm which, sure I haven't. One of which I actually do think you should watch because it's a really good movie. It's called Captain Fantastic. I think that's okay. like one of like his earlier movies. Uh, Captain Fantastic. He's like pretty young in that one. Uh, very good movie. The other one, I know you haven't seen it. 
and you never will because it's the it's re- the it yeah it's the it movies so yes. is it the one or the two he's in both because they have flashbacks to uh like them as kids in the second movie was he a child for that movie um i think he was like 19 when he did it or something like that 19 or 20 he's only 21 oh yeah that's terrifying he's, he's a young guy but he was only like 18 or 19 when he did that movie mm-hmm. um because it was only like a few years ago but what what was the age of the character though uh like i think maybe like supposed to be like middle school or something like that like okay something like he does that. read young he he looks young yeah um yeah. but we and so she oh, i was like oh like telling her about him in terms of like just so she knew who he was as a person and why I was freaking out so I didn't look like a crazy person. Yeah. And uh so we get done with the show, we're going up the stairs leaving and she, and I was like, "Oh, like when I saw them sitting behind us, I was like, I'm not going to say hi to them. I don't want to bother them. They're like out, you know, they're just fucking people." And, yeah. and I would hate to be that. And they're on a date, it seems. Yeah, basically. And I was like, I wouldn't want to be that guy. And then yeah. as we're leaving, though, she's like, this is the opportunity. Like, this is when you say hi to them. Because, like, you know, it's like we're out and passing. The night's kind of, like, over. And I'm like, right. I don't know. Like, you just be like, I'm a big fan. I got to go. But Yeah, exactly. And, and, but I was like, ah, I don't know. And we passed by them. We walked by them. Like, we're heading to the door now, and they're standing there. And she's like, come on. Like, you, you got to go say hi to them. Like, when is the next time you're going to see them? Like, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. They live, he lives here. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, no, like <laughs> I might see him on the street. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> in the big city of New York. I might be his friend in the big city of New York. <laughs> and so this is where it gets really funny though. Like you're going to love this. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, fuck it. And she convinced me to go back to him. Bless her soul. It was a good time. We go yeah, back and I'm me. like, and I, <laughs> this is how I go. I'm like, Nick Hamilton. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm a big fan. Like, you know, I love like like the movies that you've done. Uh, I'm a big fan of like Mike's. I, I like I, I listen to the Dynamic Banter, like you on the podcast as well. When you're on there, I was even at the live show last month or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And he, and okay, one of those things happen when you meet someone in real life where you're like kind of like your brain doesn't function very well and c- doesn't comprehend things. Yeah, and I and he said something. Right. And I responded to it quicker than my brain registered what it was that he said. This is what he said. He's like, oh, you're friends of Mike's. And I immediately said yes. (laughs) So he and then we're and then my friend, like fully understanding what was going on, was going along with it. It's like, oh, yeah, like we're friends with him. And like, we know now he thinks we're the three of us are mutual friends. That's so he funny. thinks we're all friends, and it's it was so fucking funny. And we talked. Did there. Mike ever come out? He had like he was like oh like he just left like you missed him like yeah like I think he had somewhere to be so he just he like went somewhere and I was like oh okay well you know it was great meeting you and then we just left and I was I thought it was so mm-hmm. fucking funny that now Nick Hamilton has the impression that we me Mike Falzone and him are mutual friends. You should have been like yeah yeah Mike you know <laughs> like oh yeah uh, I thought we were gonna hang out tomorrow. <laughs> We have a, I have a, I have a podcast with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, I didn't know he had another podcast going on. <laughs> I'm sure that would not have worked, but no, it would no. have been funny. But no, it was a good time. I look enough like him. I could just to, to put the beard filter on me. You, you, you need the beard. And That's then, it. And then the hair would go. 
I do sometimes think um, about that, Ben, a lot. Like, I know we kind of unintentionally, we didn't rip them off, but we were like, hey, we like that vibe. I think we can do something yeah. similar, but not this, not the same at all. I don't think it was the same show at all. No, but not like, the same show at all. But I will say the only thing that's very similar is that it's just a show about nothing. <laughs> like, absolutely nothing. That, that's true. There's very similar DNA. Yeah. But also, I think phys- physically, we look vaguely similar to them. And our roles are va- fairly similar to them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you just ate a thing mm-hmm. because you're delinquent. <laughs> I'm so hungry. <laughs> but, we'll we'll end the show soon because so you can eat. But um, it's funny because like you know, the the longer haired guy, what, who's Italian? <laughs> I was gonna say they both have pretty long hair. Name name Mike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is I don't know. I always thought it was kind of funny how we were very similar in that dynamic. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no not that pun was not intended. At I all. know that's really funny too. Uh, that is very fun. But yeah, I just wanted to tell you about that and that show. And um, next time he's around, we should go. Yeah, next time he's around, we should go, Ben. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry for being antisocial that day. No, it's fine. Uh, I, I had a good time. I what... I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. Ben, I don't, uh, I mean, it's, it's great to hear your voice. I don't really feel like I have, when was the last time I heard your voice? Two um, weeks ago? Yeah, actually, it's been a while. It's been a while. We've been kind of out and about. Um, I'm trying to think of things that I've done since, but, you know, I, I saw the Batman movie recently, yesterday. Okay, what'd you think? Have you seen this Batman movie? Everyone at work keeps telling me to. Everyone keeps telling me to. And you know what? I don't give a shit. I liked it a lot. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but you told me. I thought you told me you watched it and that you liked it. I didn't see it, no. I saw it yesterday for the first time. I thought it was very good. Well done. Um, well done, uh, people in the movie. I, but I will say it was something that struck me funny about it was like, it was really so realistic. Like every character was really well acted. They all felt very grounded. Um, the world felt very real, even though it looked very like enhanced almost, yeah. you know, um, which I thought it was really well done. But what was so strange was that because it felt so grounded, he felt so out of place in the costume. Okay. You're just like, why are you wearing that suit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make that doesn't look make make her look or any weren't sense. Weren't you a vampire? Like, <laughs> weren't you a vampire? <laughs> like it, it was the suit looked amazing, I thought, but like it was just funny because everyone reacted to him very realistically or like, who is this psychopath in this weird bat costume at this crime scene <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> meanwhile he's like the only fan there was really no other like fantastical character like he was the most he was the strangest looking guy on so the screen. it made it it made it more contextualized into as if you like you and i were walking through union square tomorrow at a crime scene and then there was a guy in a bat suit <laughs> that yeah. it was like that <laughs> it was really grungy and stuff and like the costumes all made sense and like i don't know like i thought all the costume work was beautiful like regardless of who the character was and it all made sense and like but like if you looked at the penguin it was just a fat guy (laughs) (laughs) yeah like he he was a mob boss but he was just a guy he had some scars on his face who cares like catwoman was just a woman in like a latex suit i think it brings a good point of like the fact that to some degree yes it's cool seeing it in a real setting but you Mm -hmm. also have to have that like 
that little bit like extra of a fakeness to it because if it's too real you're almost like this is so odd to look at well it was it, what was interesting about it is like it made sense but i think the reason it read so strangely was because everyone in the world what didn't buy into it yet okay oh like, okay the the only other character who was in costume was the riddler because this is like great. the origin sort of thing like it's a young yeah, yeah it's like year two of him doing and he's like in his early 20s or something and so like the riddler had his costume but he was like the whole point is that he was inspired by this version of batman to become a vigilante essentially yeah. and so like the he is the the reason he has a costume and looks so strange is because a batman looks so strange beating up criminals on the street <laughs> yeah like the worst the i guess the second most fantastical thing was like some gang members were like in face paint and you're like why would they have been face paint that's weird um but like that's about it like the rest of them were just like i'm a mobster i'm wearing like a leather coat this is how <laughs> and I, I have do a business. gun and this is what i do like it was just interesting i don't know and what was also really cool was that the gotham really was just like it really looked like new york yeah like it was really like a one-to-one -one a lot of the times like they had they had a shot of like what is to be like what's supposed to be madison square garden mm -hmm. and they just changed the name on the, on the bill like that's just what it looked like wow okay and there was a lot of like traumatic stuff happening in that scene and i will i will say like when i left the theater i it, it affected me in two ways it felt very strange to like leave the theater in gotham and then go into new york and be like this kind of feels like the same place mm -hmm. <laughs> and like all this fucked up shit's happening in the yeah, movie and i'm yeah. like uh oh what's gonna happen to me <laughs> but then as i walked to the streets and i like walked to the subway station i was like what the gotham in the movie is what i think people who don't live in new york or think come here new very york. often think new york is <laughs> yeah 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 that's exactly <laughs> like, it their image of like gangs essentially just like running around shooting people 24 7 on every street is like what the gotham looked like that's it but it's not and just like an oppressive like rain it was really well done dude i even just for the cinematography aspects of stuff my main gripes with the movie is just that like there's some pacing issues and that's about it and the runtime's you know too it's long, long. i was gonna say not... i heard it was long as hell it is really long. I, I think it's warranted. I just think it could have cut like 30 minutes if it just sped up a little bit. But I think the fact that things took time, even though I felt anxious, like, come on, like, get to through get it. it done, like, let's yeah. go. I think that helped ground it a lot because that's a lot of times in life you're just like, if you're feeling anxiety like that mm -hmm. because of something crazy is happening somewhere else, you're kind of just like, okay, this needs to go, I need to get through this quickly, as quickly as possible. Yeah. Because, so the the pain will go away or whatever it may be. And I will I say felt that, like that's my least favorite feeling in a movie. Yeah, I, I will say like the movie did that on purpose. So it was intentional. I can't knock it for being like unintentional like that. Yeah, no, I know. Um, it made me feel uncomfortable very purposefully. And I think it served the story, but it also made me uncomfortable. So, you know, give that, take that with a grain of salt or whatever yeah um, I, I i was told a lot of things i was told it was good i was told from some people that they hated it um, yeah I, I could see it being divisive i'm it's not that i don't want to see it i'm not excited about it i don't care like i i it's like 
it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, you know, if the opportunity presented itself, if people were going, like, I'll join. But, like, mm-hmm. it's not I, – I haven't thought about it once. Not even when the trailers dropped. Not even when, like – I hear you. It was it never really in my mind, and I didn't too, care. I had a good time seeing it. I felt like – I'm glad that I went into it with no expectations. Not bad expectations or positive expectations, but, like, just zero. Just, like, very neutral stance on it. Yeah. And then I saw it, and I thought it was good. So, I don't know. There were a few scenes that, like – actually really hit home for me and like set up kind of a future in the franchise and not the scenes that people who have seen it are probably thinking of like there are certain scenes that i'm like just character development stuff i'm like oh they could really work with a lot here like he's at this place and he could go and i know he goes here in the comics or like other media yeah and i want to see where he goes that way i don't know this feels like batman begins to me the way that like the christopher nolan trilogy Mm -hmm. was and that was the worst movie of the three. Actually, it's probably the second best movie of the three. Um, I and you know my stance about the Christopher Nolan trilogy. Like I hate those movies. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're really good films, but they have the worst depiction of Batman that I've ever seen, uh-huh. in my opinion. Um, I just I just don't like. Him. I think he's. I think he sounds and looks stupid. <laughs> and it's not because of the actor. It's just because of the choices they made. He does like, sound stupid. Team. Yeah. Like, he's just not intimidating. Whereas, like, in this one, I can see people not liking him because he's not the big, bold Batman who's just, like, in charge of stuff and, like, has his shit together. Like, he's a young 20s kid who's, like, fucked up. Yeah, but it's more of a character development thing. Like, it's more of, like, this is, like, he's... Obviously, he's not at that point because I would be, like... It would be so unrealistic for him to be at that point that early on into that path. For sure. And the the whole theme of the movie is really powerful, and I like that the villain was like a dark web uh, incel, who like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> who like essentially was just like he had every reason in the world to be as angry. Like his his anger was completely justified. I don't know. It was a good depiction of the Riddler, who has always been one of my favorite villains too. So mm-hmm. that was that was interesting. Um. Because it really, like, if you think of, like, who, like, the bad, like, neo-Nazi people are, and especially in America or whatever, mm-hmm. um, he definitely, like, embodied that for me. I don't know if it's accurate or if that's what he was going for, but it was, like, I don't know. It was interesting that that's where they went with the villain. He wasn't, like, an anarchist, you know? Like, he wanted the same things that Batman wanted, yeah, which was yeah. cool. Um, and that's an interesting, like way to write a villain i don't know it was totally cool um but that was the most recent uh thing that i did being yesterday night (laughs) i don't (laughs) know i do want to go i want to go to the movies but like just just for the event of it because like i miss going to the movies but yeah i i thought it was great i went to the amc uptown in like the 70s Mm -hmm. um i thought it was a good nice quiet theater like it was relatively full but i um, like the theater near ani and i that we go to at the barclays would you go to the alamo draft house yeah alamo yeah alamo draft house is really nice and it's like the not the closest i'm sure but like definitely like the nicest within a close range it's the closest for you it might be i'm not sure i don't really i haven't looked into theaters (laughs) i went there when i went to pratt and it was the only one that i could like 
find on that wasn't in Manhattan. Mike, um, um, there's yes? there's I think one really big thing I wanted to talk to you about that I contemplated selling one of my pants to possibly one of your get. pants. Well, okay. Do you know like the pants that I have? No. So you have I have expensive pants. I have I have two very expensive pairs of pants. Um, okay. That I got for really great prices. Shout out my. Job. I don't know why I think that's more ridiculous than shoes. It is. It's it's really ridiculous. Uh, okay. I mean, because they're I I can they're what I'll tell you is they are even like they're great quality, great quality A one. They mm-hmm. are not worth the price that they are retailed at, at all. Oh damn! At all. So mm-hmm. I have a pair of Fear of God pants. Now I'm not talking about Fear of God Essentials, which is their cheaper line, where you know I have the hoodie and whatever else. I have that like knit hoodie. It sounds familiar. I know that I know the knit hoodie. Anyway. Okay, it says Essentials. Yes. On the, yeah. On the, okay, I, so I know it. That hoodie is like a ninety dollar hoodie retail or a hundred dollar hoodie. That's okay. like their cheaper stuff, which is still great right. quality. Whatever. Their main I mean, nine bucks. Yeah, Crazy. their main line. I have these cargos that are from 2018 that I got from my job. Um, mm-hmm. They're they're obviously like slightly used. Um, they're not terrible condition, but they're not like the best. Uh, yeah. But they retail for a thousand dollars. Oh my god, Ben! What? I did not pay that much, and I will not disclose what I paid for them. But it was <laughs> not that. Yeah. I paid. A lot less than that. <laughs> you don't have to disclose a single cent, Ben. <laughs> Here's a percentage. Um, <laughs> and uh, there's a game that has been shown that has had me considering selling those pants to get a gaming system in order to play this game with. You're talking about Elden Ring? No, I am not. Talking about Kirby Forgotten City? No. <laughs> I have the console for that. I just need to get the game. Uh, <laughs> what? So, okay, Elden Ring really wanted, heard great things. I want to play that game so bad, but... Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about now. I mean, I connected the dots, Ben. You want to reveal it? Hogwarts. Oh, fuck, yeah. That's not actually what I thought you were going to say. What? But, dude, the Hogwarts game... What were you thinking? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. What were you thinking? Uh, the Borderlands like D and D game. Oh, that that already came out. But I have something to play that on. I can play that on my PS4. Oh, okay. And granted, these other games you can play on the PS4, but it's not going to be the same. And also, if I want to play multiple. Oh, okay. So I was going to say, Ben, I'm getting that game too because my roommate has a PS4. I was just going to play it on their PS4. Exactly, and I don't want it for the PS4. If I'm going to get a new game, I'm not going to put it on yes. a game station that's like how fucking however many years old, like five years old, six years old now. I hear you, but I, you know the PS Five is hard to get. No, it is. It's not about hard to get. I'm sure if I put in the work, I can find one. And I can get one. I have friends that can yeah. probably get me one. The problem is that I don't want to spend six hundred dollars yeah. on on a PS Five and a game. Well, let's talk about this though, Ben. What? How much value are you getting personally out of having these pants <laughs> <laughs> versus? Living in a Hogwarts world, going to classes, having fun with you. <laughs> Living in a Hogwarts world, having a good time. You know, you walking can around, learning spells. <laughs> you can fly on a broom around town. Playing Quidditch. Uh, yes, you could. 
I okay, granted, yes, I could probably get more value out of the PS5 in the long run, more fun yeah. out of that game and other games to come. Like one if I got the PS5, I would obviously get Elden Ring and then Hogwarts when it comes out. Like those would be my yes. two games. Do you know when it's coming out too, by the way? I don't. Aside? I only saw like did I only saw the gameplay that they released. I saw that, dude. It dude, looked, I hate to looks, rewatch that. I that's watch, why I'm bringing I it up. I watched it once. That's why I'm bringing yes. it. It looks so crazy, dude. I if I'm if I ever enter the Ravenclaw common room, I'm gonna cry. I, <laughs> have I ever told you that? <laughs> I need the Hufflepuff. That's what I need. I know you really are a Hufflepuff, true and true. Do you yes, feel that way I about am. yourself? I do. I do indeed. Anyway, <laughs> not to get too fucking stupid. Uh, I love it, and I can't wait for it. And I considered selling these pants to get a PS5 and those games. But then I was like, when am I going to come across these pants again? That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, here's what here's, here's my Michael's ment- opinion about no, this. No, no, here, here's my pants mentality. Are, pants are dumb. <laughs> those pants? Don't aren't worth as much as your experience playing a game that might be life changingly fun. But here's Let my me thing. tell you something about that. Let me. Here's my thing. I have almost no time to play games anyway, as it is. Do you have any time to go out in your fancy pants? Yeah, all the time. I wear them all the time. I love these pants. All right, they're well, great. Listen. Like Mike, when you come over, I, I will show you these pants and my other really expensive pants that I have. I love them both. And Why don't you sell both of them, pay for rent, the PS5, and all the games you want? I can tell you right now, selling both okay. of them would probably cover Sorry. a month and a half of rent. It would cover a month and a half of rent if you sold two pairs of pants? Yeah. You better sell these pants. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not selling these fucking pants. I'm not doing pants. it. That uh, is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. So, so... <laughs> <laughs> But it's true though. What like what am I going to come across these pants for this price? And then you've made an investment in and, these pants now. Cash out <laughs> and a PS Five eventually down the line, like I've done with every console, I can get for probably cheaper in another year or two, and these games probably cheaper in a year or two. And at that point, it's of no like you know cost to me because. I don't care if I, I mean, obviously I would love to be playing it when they come out, but I'll still be playing it eventually. And at a time right now when I don't play anything and I have no time for it and probably shouldn't put the money towards it because like, why? Well, listen, Ben, I don't know when this game comes out. I don't think the world knows yet, but when it does. (laughs) The world's not ready yet. They don't know. (laughs) When the release date comes out, you'll know how much time you have to save. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, and why not? Why not make a capital investment today by selling your pantaloons? It it crossed my mind. <laughs> I'm it, kidding. Obviously, you know, do what you want to do with your pants. I personally <laughs> know what pants. I would do. I don't like the way that <laughs> you're saying that. Do what you want well, with your pants. <laughs> uh, do what you want in your pants with your pants. I don't care. Because, like, okay, here's the other thing, though. Right? I could also equally within the next five months, whatever, whatever shoe releases come out within the next five months dedicate yeah. all of those shoes like i within like four pairs of shoes i could probably get really like four good releases of shoes and also yeah. pay for that i mean more power to you you have the means you have the you have the mind for it and you got it <laughs> and i love how this is all stuff that are so 
unimportant in my life and I probably shouldn't even care about this right now because I have to worry about real shit like getting a job <laughs> and and paying rent. I mean, yeah, but if you can do both, why not? You, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Love to survive, the, I love that mentality need, and I love the you need enabling. your world. You need your you need your pleasures as well. I love you. And I, ha I, I get Mike. I've gone out like every day with for like the past two weeks, almost nearly okay. every day. Well, I don't know if that's something you need to tell me after the podcast because there's some secrets you need to disclose. There are no secrets. I hold. But let me tell I you, hold no secrets. You don't have any secrets behind your behind your walls. My walls are there. Behind that wall is another building, and behind that wall is my roommate. So we have no yeah, secrets. <laughs> uh, Mike, we're at we're at fifty six right now because I know you can't see my time. I can't see your time, but I think. Well, Ben, let me tell you what. When you're reaching 56 minutes left in your day, uh -huh. and you might be in the mood to fill, fill those four minutes with a nice, a nice fun time, what do you got to do? I think, I think. You only got four minutes. Audie, what are you going to do? Audie, get in here. Because I think he needs to be the one. Do you think he, do you, do you think he knows? You think he holds the treasures? I think he holds the treasures. Ani, get your ass in here. He's coming right now. Is he coming now? Is he helping out? No. Is he going to help us wrap out the show? He's not. You know why? He's got a condom. He's got a condom. He's got a condom. That's why he's not coming to help He's got a condom and he's struggling right now with this condom. But everyone. Well, let me tell you something. God bless you. God love him. And ben, it's always been a pleasure to hang out with you, talk to you. Sorry about we missing last week, but we were both busy. And, you know, sometimes we need a break from talking and seeing each other's faces because fuck this kid. I'm but kidding. Obviously, I love back. you like I do. We're going to try to stay consistent now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I love you. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.